Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about all things insurance, including current events, trends, and strategies for success for independent agencies and carriers. Each episode provides listeners with tips and tricks you can immediately implement from Rick and other leaders from across the industry. And now, here's Rick. Hello to all the VIP listeners. We're back for the second and final week of our 2021 Time Capsule Series, where we're traveling back in time to share the valuable insights from our incredible guests this year. During each episode, as you know, we ask our guests what their one big piece of advice is for the insurance industry. For this week's episode, we're sharing the never-before-heard answers from guests who believe that investment in technology and problem-solving is key to success in the industry. Listen on to hear what they had to say. First up, we're hearing from Bill Peroni, CEO of Accord. I think, look, it's a future inevitability that systematic, thoughtful, strategically aligned investment in technology is a future inevitability for those that are going to achieve and sustain superior growth and underlying economics, right? That there's no question. Given that it's a future inevitability, if you've got a technical debt, get out of it. Identify where it is and begin to invest if you've got stewardship for your organization. So that's my one thing. There is just no way that as we move forward throughout time, that technology isn't going to continue to pay an extremely important role, maybe not exclusively, right? But an extremely important role. So invest, it takes time. You can't, do not engage in boom and bust cycles. It requires sustained positive investment and then the corresponding processes and organizational capabilities to leverage it. It's not the golf clubs, it's also the clubs combined with the proper technique, combined with the proper skill set of the individual using it. So it's not enough to throw money at it, right? Get that technical debt closed out, but make sure you've got the underlying business processes that use it, as well as the organizational skill sets, capabilities, and culture to use it. And I'll end with Peter Drucker's quote culture eats strategy for breakfast. If you don't have the right people, not just people, right? You're not going to be able to get it done. But those right people need the right technology and the right underlying business processes to truly uh, deliver value to insureds. Next up, Kelly Byram, the VIP of Platform and Experience Design at Vertifor. Listen in as Kelly gives us her advice. To fall in love with the problems. If you fall in love with the problems, you can start to understand them and then you can solve it for a better, more diverse community but you got to fall in love with the problems first. Next, we're hearing from Brett Allen, creator and owner at Boss Social. So I thought about this question, and what I want to say is you need to face your relationship with emerging technology straight on. Like we've kind of been pussyfooting around with how we feel about this stuff. And and you, you don't have to feel a certain way or not about it, but you just have to say, okay, how do I feel about this stuff? And thinking about like five years from now, we dig this up. Are you going to be in the exact same position? Yeah. You know, or are you going to do some things? And there's really the best way that I've found to deal with this is to treat social media less like a social network and more like an employee. So if you, you know, my advice is 
Look at your social media as an employee. It doesn't matter if you're a producer or an agency, it works for you. And it's, and it's either doing a bad job or you can train it to do a good job, but it works for you. And its purpose is to help you reach your goals, whether they're marketing or sales goals. So be a digital tourist. Don't, you know, don't think you have to immigrate. Get that technology working for you like an employee. And, and honestly, just look in the mirror and say, okay, you know, quit, quit procrastinating this. It's time. Now listen to our very own Demetrios, General Manager and Vice President of Vertifor Canada. I read a quote the other day, and I think it really summarizes um, sort of how I see how I see technology. And it was it read: technology is no longer just one vehicle for success; it's the vehicle all possible success depends on. So it's really just about embracing technology, making it at the core of your business, and um, and like we said at the beginning, right? It's the Today, every business is a technology business. Next, listen in for Michael Freilich, CTO at Renaissance Alliance. So Nick, when I think about advice for the industry, I actually think about a, a case study uh, that um, I, I look back at from time to time. And this is uh, the study of Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a, it's a fashion company. It's like one of these, you, you go there and the, you, you put in your, information about your sizes and whatnot, and they send you a box of, of clothes. You can keep, keep the clothes or, or not. I really don't think I'm doing it justice in my description. Uh, you're not a marketing guy. It's okay. You're not a marketing guy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, right. Stitch Fix on its surface, yes, is like a fashion, online fashion retailer. In reality, Stitch Fix is a data company, right? They, the founder is a data scientist. Um, Stitch Fix collects data about you know, material, fit, durability, anything you can imagine about uh, any piece of clothing. And they couple that data with a personal stylist. Everyone that signs up to Stitch Fix gets a personal stylist, right? And this personal stylist makes recommendations, advises that person using all of the data that these uh, algorithms that, they, that they've built over time uh, leverage. And the result is this beautiful mix of both human connection and you know data-driven insights. Stitch Fix, you know, an interaction on Stitch Fix doesn't only talk about what clothes might fit, but they talk about the occasion that you might be purchasing the clothes for. Anyway, I'm probably going too deep on this, but I hope you're beginning to see the parallel, which is, yes, insurance agencies sell insurance, but in the end, in, in the future, uh, insurance agencies really should be data companies. And the magic of the agency will be when that sector has mastered uh, this intersection between you know, human connection, risk management, you know, empathy during a time of need, which is when the independent agency can really shine with all of the power of, of data and algorithms and recommendations, ensuring that people are protected um, the way they need to be. So that's my, that's my vision. Next up to the mic, fellow podcaster, Sean Michael Walker, Senior Vice President at Premier Group Insurance. The insurance industry is going to change dramatically in the next five years, more so and faster than it's ever changed before. I've been doing this 18 years, and although it changes and moves pretty quickly, Acquisitions are happening faster. Things are just happening at a dramatically faster pace. 
I think there's going to be a lot of acquisition, a lot of collapsing. And so um, if we were to pull this out of the time capsule, I'd love to see five years, 10 years from now, the fact that that's happened and that that uh, prediction has come to fruition. But uh, uh, so my advice for all of that would be get accustomed to change, get accustomed to yeah. change because a lot is going to change in the next five years. If you're not working on changing then, uh, and adapting, then you're not going to survive. Be nimble, be nimble. Now listen for Charles Specht, president and CEO at Permission Network Insurance Agency. Love this question. It's probably, frankly, the most important thing when it comes down to like the tactic, if you will, on helping insurance agents be successful. It's this. Hashtag ask for the sale. I mean, period. <laughs> You've got to ask for what you want, yes. right? I mean, at the end of the day, the insurance buyer is like a four-year-old when it comes to understanding insurance. You know, they just literally don't know how it works. They don't have the basic understanding of underwriting, of, of insurance, what is the difference between one subsidence exclusion with a carrier and versus another one. I mean, they just really don't know, and they don't know what they're supposed to do, and they don't know how to choose, you know, an agent or a carrier or a program. Like, they really don't know, and so it's our responsibility to hold the insurer's hand, lead them down the process, the path that we want them to go, and when we finally get to the point having already uncovered the pains and the problems and provided our solutions, we then have to make a serious transition. And this is why you're in sales. If you were an account, uh, an account manager, you wouldn't have to do this. But as a sales professional, you have to ask for the sale. You have to ask for what you want. Now, sale can be defined in a number of different ways. You can define the sale as, you know, which carriers you're going to represent. You can define the sale as asking for the broker of record letter. You can define the sale as going through the proposal and then saying, you know, here's the amount that needs to be, you know, deposited. Um, here's the, the, the paper to sign. Are you ready to move forward? Like all of that can take place. But there has to we'll go back to that mindset. Ask for the sale. After all is said and done, you can be the, the agent that just has the best uh, rapport building expertise that's out there. But so many insurance agents become fearful, they lack confidence, when it comes to finally asking their, their prospect, will you please do business with me? That is very hard for a lot of people to actually begin to understand, uh, but it's one of the most important things you can do in order to be successful. Create the plan, the strategy, have the right mindset and the confidence knowing that what you're presenting is in their best interest and they would almost be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't do business with you. Therefore, will you do business with me? Next up, one of my favorites, Kelly Lennon, Vice President of Property and Casualty at USI Insurance. So this is across industries. So this, my advice is what doesn't kill you, make you makes you stronger. And I know, I mean, I hate to, quote a Kelly Clarkson song, but we've had a year unlike any other, a health crisis, a social crisis, economic crisis. If you made it through this year, you made it through this year. You came out stronger and you can do anything. Now listen for Pete Tessier. Pete is the vice president of sales marketing at BSI Insurance up in Winnipeg. I love this question, Rick, because it makes people think about a different way of looking at things because you've got to say what's going to matter now and into the future. I, I've said this before, and I'm going to, I'm going to reconceptualize it for insurance. If you're at sort of this opening point or you're looking to start your transformation, you know, you've got to transform into something. 
and change because the market's changing, the conditions are changing. Write your retirement story and say, at the end of this, this is what I want to be said about me when I'm leaving the game and then go live it. How I've used this in the past is I tell it to young people, people starting on their careers, uh, and I've used it with my kids and other, other young, young adults. Write your obituary and then go live your life. Well, you can just reapply that thinking of, to what you're doing with insurance. So figure out what people, what you want to be said about what you achieved, what you did, and who you were in the industry and put a few specifics of what you think you want people to say, like real details, and then go achieve it. You've just given yourself a roadmap. And that's what I think people need to think about. Look, 30, if you're, if you're 25, think about what it's like at 55. And what do you want people, what, what do you want your story to be? And then go live your story. Last, but certainly not least, let's hear from Matt Massiello, CEO of SIAA. Yeah, you know, every once in a while we come across that person and we look at them and we say, boy, he or she sure is lucky. And what I'll tell you is luck is really just the, the end product of being prepared uh, for the opportunity when it presents itself. And we've got an industry right now that is presenting us. It counted us dead for years. It is now presenting us with an opportunity. And so we as agencies and as that form of distribution within the industry, we have to take advantage of that opportunity to create our own luck and our, our, and our own opportunities moving forward to evolve. And so uh, we've been given a gift as uh, independent agents and brokers across this country. If we don't take advantage of the gift, we lose out on the opportunities. So I, I just can't say enough how much I think agencies have the ability to evolve. And the pandemics put us in a scenario where we have to evolve a little bit quicker. But as you all know, the tools are there. Uh, and yep. so you just have to take advantage of them. We hope you enjoyed our 2021 time capsule episodes to end the year and learn something valuable from all of our guests. Thank you to all of the guests that were part of the VIP this year. We'll be taking a two week break to enjoy the holidays with our families. So we will see you in 2022. Have a fantastic holiday and a safe new year. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and join in on the conversation on LinkedIn and Twitter at Vertifor.